guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. We just wanted to remind you, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, go ahead and do that right now. Also, consider sharing this podcast with your friends. Man, we've had just an amazing week. The weather has been absolutely beautiful. Spectacular. Two 90-degree days in a row. A couple of our highlights amazing. just last week were just we had the picnic in the park with our friends, and we also had a big family get-together. We just we love people, so whenever we're with people, we're in our element. It was so awesome, and we had the chance, of course, to... I, th- I think the highlight was to do a food drive with our yeah. church, our church amazing church, put on a food drive, and just to see people coming uh, car after car. And they were so excited to donate food. And they were so excited to be around uh, their church, us and and all of us together. It was incredible. Loved it. Yeah, we definitely had a great week. I hope you guys have too. Well, today we are continuing our series on guardrails. Last week, we talked about the guardrail of truth. And the prior week before that, we talked about the importance of praying together as a couple and making it a priority in your marriage. Yeah, so today we want to we wanna talk about the power of no. Uh, this little word is literally one of the most powerful words in the English language. Maybe the most powerful word in all of history. No is an insanely important mm-hmm. word because it keeps you focused on your real goals and on the right track. It can keep you from trouble and it also has the power to save and strengthen your yeah, marriage. It sure does. Yep. The word no is one of the greatest guardrails that we can think of. One of the greatest. Again, we've been talking about guardrails, but that you can build around your marriage. Welcome to the Love in the Fight podcast. My name is Travis Rosinger, and we are excited to have you with us today. Relationships are all around us, they're everywhere. Healthy relationships hold the key to success in life. The best kind of relationships, they're filled with love. I'm joined today by my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dawn Rosinger. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Just a little background information on Travis and I. We are actually high school sweethearts, so we've been married for a little while. Along the way, we've had the opportunity to raise two amazing kids. We love Jesus, we love people, And we absolutely love encouraging marriages. Again, like Travis said, we are talking about guardrails. So let's go back. Let's recap. What is a guardrail? It's the metal short walls that keep you on a freeway. You know, you see them every time we drive. Mm -hmm. They not only keep you safe from going off the road into a ditch or a tree, but they also help you um, from to keep you going straight so that you can arrive at your destination. But what are guardrails in your marriage? Here we were talking about physical guardrails that we we see on the road. But what are guardrails in marriage? They are walls that those who are married can choose to build around their marriage to protect it from danger. They are systems and disciplines added to your marriage to get you to the relational destination that God has planned for you and for me and for our marriages. Definitely. You may not think that you need them, but honestly, believe me, your marriage and our marriage is under attack and we need to be prepared and ready to fight against that attack. And we do forget, don't we, Don? We forget all the time, but we need to be ready. And one way to do that is to have those guardrails already set up in place. 
this kind of brings up a story of something that happened to us. Well, it didn't really happen to me, Travis. It happened to you. Yeah. So it's interesting. A couple of years ago, we were on a trip to the Dominican Republic. We had mm-hmm. led this trip to go down and build a church in a little village of about 3,000 up in the mountains that had literally never had yeah. a church. And so we were helping, uh, among other uh, churches and other people that had gone down there, we were helping to build this church. But I remember the missionaries one night, they had met mentioned that they thought that uh, there was going to be a national riot. And so we saw that day, we saw a lot of men uh, in uniforms with uh, machine guns. And it was a very intense day because all the shop owners, they closed up their shops. Something we were used to seeing. Not at at all. all. (laughs) At least at that time, right? Not used to seeing that. There wasn't a soul in the street. And so finally we got back to the mission compound that had really big walls around it. And the missionary was just saying, hey, if, if things get really bad tonight, if there's violence, if there's you know riots, mm-hmm. don't worry, we'll come running and you're behind those walls, you'll yeah. be safe. We, were, we felt protected behind the we walls. We felt so. very protected because yep. there's those big boundaries, those yep. walls all around us. So that night we went to sleep. And as I was falling asleep, I just remember... Uh, having a lot of anxiety and praying. Heaviness, Uh, yeah. Totally, because this was a possibility. And as the leader of the trip, this these 23 people that we had brought down there, I was concerned about their safety. So I, I fell asleep. And it was the craziest thing. I bet you'll you'll never forget this. I'll never forget this, Don. (laughs) Um, But it was the middle of the night. And that's when I heard this loud pop. And I immediately jumped up out of bed. And that's when I realized there was water all over the floor mm. and i i thought oh no like i could hear the the noise outside the popping the gunshots and and I, I I figured well you know they they maybe had uh, somehow damaged the building and water was flooding and so I grabbed my suitcase and I started running around in the dark with my suitcase and I ran up to the window and I looked out the window Don mm. and I, I saw it. There were there were soldiers in the street. There were civilians. They're all fighting. They're burning big piles of tires and. And, and I'm running back and forth trying to figure out what to do because yeah. I thought I got to keep my clothes and my suitcase dry. There's water everywhere and I've got to wake everybody up on the team and get them out of that that building because yep. I thought, oh no, we're in trouble. And at that moment, I heard somebody reach down and they said, Travis, and they grabbed my shoulder and they said, wake up. <laughs> and it was in that moment that I realized, hold on a second, this is a dream. Yeah. There is no riot. Uh, the, the, the building was not flooding. It just happened that a guy had sprained his ankle. He had a bag of ice on his ankle and, uh, it had started to melt (laughs) and then it hit the ground in the middle of the night, made this loud pop. pop. And in my dream, I'm a sleepwalker. I thought that there was riots out in the street. One thing you don't know about Travis is he's definitely a vivid dreamer. Some of his dreams come to life. (laughs) I don't just, I don't just dream. I live and walk out my, uh, dreams. So even if what I was dreaming about wasn't real, we were so protected within the walls of that compound. Even if it had been real, Don, we would have been safe. Yeah. And this story is is kind of funny. I mean, I felt really <laughs> stupid after that. Especially since he was a he was a board member. Yeah, and he's like he's like, why are you holding your suitcase and running around in the middle of the night? It was the craziest thing. So it's a little bit funny, but it illustrates the point that once you build the right kind of walls of protection around yourself physically, 
You're going to be safer in the same way once you build the right walls of protection, uh, boundaries around your marriage, literally, Don, all hell can break loose in your life around you and you and your spouse and your marriage can stay safe Mm -hmm. because there's those boundaries, those protections. So why is the word no important when it comes to protecting Mm -hmm. marriage, when it comes to keeping things out of your relationship as a couple? Well, because marriage is the first relationship that God created. He created marriage and he put it in the Garden of Eden. And he put it there long before he ever created father and son, aunt and nephew, mother and daughter, and other relationships. He created a man and a woman, Mm -hmm. a husband named Adam and a wife named Eve. And that kind of pure, loving relationship that God thought should be first it needs to be honored, doesn't it, Don? It, does, it needs absolutely. to be protected. And I'm so thankful that he created marriage. But there's obviously we often go back to the Bible. There's a verse in the Bible that teaches us the why and the how of this concept. And it's found in Hebrews 13. Such 4. a good verse. And it so says good. this. It says marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. And if you if we look deeper into that verse, there are two key concepts in this verse that form the how. How do we build guardrails? The first thing is this. It's marriage should be honored. And the second thing is marriage should be kept pure. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review, and be sure to subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you, so feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. Yeah, it's really cool too because when it talks about being honored, mm-hmm. it's it's what it's really saying is the institution of marriage, this yep. beautiful thing that God created in the garden, the first relationship. But then when it talks about kept pure, it references the marriage mm-hmm. bed. Yeah. And and that's that deep intimacy. That's that deep love that a man should have for his wife and a wife should have for her husband. And, and so, you know, we just wanted to drill down yeah. on that a little bit. What is that word honored. What does that mean? Marriage should be honored. Well, mm-hmm. when we look that up in, in the Greek, because uh, that's the language that the Bible, the New Testament was originally written in. When you look up that word honored, what you'll find is the idea of value, mm-hmm. of value. Yeah. We all have currency, whether we have it, you know, in uh, in an app called Venmo, mm-hmm. or we have a credit card, mm-hmm. or we have cash or, yeah. or change. But, but something of value. But it's also the belief that not only do I value this thing, it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's priceless. Mm-hmm. Kind of like your phone or your wallet. You ever, you ever oh, lost your phone or I your wallet, Don? I can't stand crazy when A I thousand don't know times, yes. right? We Even in the have. bottom of my purse, I just lose my phone. <laughs> I know. I, I swear. There's been like 10 times I've panicked and I'm like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? And finally, I look down and I realize it's right in my hand. I'm like, oh my gosh, the last place, uh, the first place I should have looked is in my hand. But anyway, so it's awful. But but when you lose your phone or your wallet, immediately you panic. Yeah. Um, your heart skips a beat. And 
really, that's what the Bible is saying, is that that's the feeling we should get when we think about damaging our marriage relationship in any way. Yeah, that's good. It's valuable. It's priceless. We don't want to break it. We want to protect it and keep it safe. Yep, to be honored. So again, the verse in Hebrews gives us two ways on how to build guardrails in our marriage. The first, like Travis said, is it's to be honored by all. And the second is this, that it should be kept pure. So what does that mean? Let's dig a little bit deeper in the word pure. Kept pure means unstained, undefiled, or untainted. Travis, have you ever had like that favorite uh, shirt or pants or I shoes, <laughs> but they were suddenly ruined by a stain and you're like, oh no, it's what a the bummer. Worst. <laughs> it is. This just happened to me this week. We, you know, we actually went shopping last weekend and I, and I, found a really nice white shirt. I loved it. I love the way it fit. I love the material, everything. And I wore it to work one day, but it was kind of chilly that day. So I brought a blazer to put over my shirt in case I got cold. And sure enough, at work, I got cold and I put on my blazer. Well, later on in the day, when I took my blazer off, I realized my whole, all the armpits (laughs) and down the side of the shirt had turned black because the lining of my blazer was black. Oh, I was so bummed. That's awful. I can I can no longer wear the shirt unless I wear it with that blazer. You gotta blazer. wear it with that blazer. Yep. Good Why? thing you like the blazer. I can't wear it because it's stained. It's destroyed. You guys, this was just a shirt. It wasn't our marriage. What this verse is talking about is marriage. We don't want this to happen to our marriages. We don't want them to become destroyed and useless because hmm. we allowed them to get stained or defiled. I read this quote the other day by an anonymous source, and it said this, protect your marriage. Don't let outsiders destroy what took years for you to build. That is a powerful So, so powerful. And it's interesting, Don, how when we don't protect our marriage in an instant, we could give up something that has took us forever Mm. to build in one little instant. And you're a time person. Yeah, You you value time. So to give up something that fast after, you know, investing so much, not at all. Again, we're talking about guardrails, but specifically the power of no. No is so, so powerful. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to be able to use the word no, though, often If you're going to honor your marriage and keep it pure. Mm -hmm. So it's not just powerful by itself. You have to be willing to say it, Mm -hmm. think it, and walk it out. Another word, though, for guardrails is boundaries. Mm. We've talked hand in hand. They really do. Because, I mean, if you think about it, guardrails are boundaries on the road, right? And we've talked about boundaries for years. Uh, guardrails are a lot like boundaries that we set up for our kids when they are little. I know we're parents and many of you guys are probably parents and you can understand this. You have used or you have put up many of these things. In fact, you can't even leave the hospital without a boundary, without a guardrail. What is it? It's the, the car seat. You have to have it. And then when you get home, you have a, a crib or a bassinet to put the baby in. Um, as they you know, begin to move, you put up a gate over the stairs. Why? So you don't, they don't fall down the stairs. We have many physical boundaries for our own kids. Good we, thing. Can, we can understand <laughs> awesome. it for our kids and why we need them. But as the kids get older, like when you have a two-year-old, you, we can have physical boundaries uh, or guardrails, but there's also another huge guardrail boundary that we need um, for our two-year-olds, and that is the word no. And they test that, <laughs> they do don't they? Constantly. Yeah. And I know most two-year-olds don't like no. I mean, some of them will burst out into tears if you tell them no. Do you remember that that YouTube video, that little kid, <laughs> when his mom told him no or whatever she told him, he's like, Linda, listen, Linda. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the best. It's it's the hilarious. Kids need the word no. We we all need the word no. And honestly, sometimes we are like kids. We as adults don't like to hear the word no sometimes. You know, we can understand that. It's not fun. But why do we do this? Why do we have car seats and cribs and baby gates? Why do we put up guardrails? Why? Because we love our kids. Mm. We would do anything for them. We would die for them. And we want to protect them. So you guys, what what are boundaries? And Don, I think just to interrupt really yeah. quick, I think what's interesting too, you said we do it because we love our kids yeah. and we're talking about boundaries. So do we love our marriage? Yeah. And I think that's really important when yep. it comes to boundaries. If we love our marriage, we will have boundaries. We will have those guardrails. So you, going back, what are boundaries? They are unofficial rules about what should not be done. They're limits that define acceptable behavior, according to Webster's Dictionary. So why? Why boundaries in marriage? Mm, why do we need question. them? Why boundaries, guardrails, kind of, the, again, those words kind of go, um, they play hand in hand. Why? Because we want to protect our marriage. We need to protect our marriage. What does it mean to protect? It means to cover or to shield from exposure, injury, damage, or destruction. It also means to defend. We defend our marriage when we put up boundaries. And again, that's from Webster's Dictionary. Yeah. But but to defend is really sometimes the word no, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. You hear us quote often the words of Jesus when he said, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Why? Jesus is saying, build guardrails around your marriage and protect it. Don't let anyone or anything wiggle in between you and pull you apart or destroy your marriage. Yeah, that's so good. I love the words of Jesus and just that that's just such a powerful statement yeah. that Jesus makes. Today's episode is sponsored by Goddess Creative Co. They specialize in wedding and event photography and videography. Goddess Creative Co. believes in turning the biggest moments in life into memories that you'll never forget. They're devoted to giving their time, talent, and emotional energy to give their clients a product, experience, and memory that achieves an unforgettable experience. Visit goddessphotography.co. Again, that's goddess, G-A-D-E-S, photography.co. So what are some practical Mm -hmm. ways that we protect our marriage with the power of no? You and I, Don, what are some things that we can give that uh, we're not rocket scientists. We're not no, the greatest not out yeah. there. You know, certainly we are working hard at our marriage and we have our moments, but there are some practices, some mm, disciplines, yep. some systems that we that set up, we set up yep. long ago and they've helped us uh, ways that we can put up that guardrail and use the power of no. Well, first of all, no secrets, mm, yep. no secrets Absolutely in the area not. of money, um, I don't hide money where you don't know where it's at. I right. don't have money that you don't know about. Passwords. Yeah. We share all of one another's passwords. I know how to log on to your accounts. You know how, how to log on to mine. Yep. Also, just time off, you know, time away. If I am somewhere that uh, would be unaccounted for time, you're going to know where mm-hmm. I'm at. You're going to know what I'm up to. And likewise. And then just nothing. We don't have secrets. No, not at all. And that's and, just... One guardrail we put in place and we honor that with each other. And a second one is no sharing embarrassing information about your spouse. 
honestly, we have met couples before who just are either super sarcastic in front of others towards their spouse or just share embarrassing things about them. We decided a long time ago we weren't going to embarrass each other. We weren't going to share any type of embarrassing information. We didn't want to shame each other, put downs. We wanted to just honor and respect each other at all times. And that really goes back to the verse out of Hebrews that we just read about how marriage should be honored. Yes, absolutely. And then I would imagine, too, that one that has really helped us a lot and is very important is the idea of no triangulation. No <laughs> triangulation. Thankful for this one. So yeah. in other words, no input from biased parties in the middle of conflict. Mm-hmm. We don't, when we get into fights, Don, fortunately, yeah. we kept the habit and made the habit of you're not going to run to your parents. I'm not no. going to run to mine. Nope. We're not going to go tell. I'm not going to go tell my best friend right. on you. You're not going to tell your best friend on me. And now as our kids are older, we're not going to go to our kids. Yep. Don't want to bring our kids <laughs> no. in, whether they're young and now that no. they're older. I mean, we, we just want to leave relatives, friends, biased people that really aren't kind of an yeah. impartial. Instead, we always want to seek the counsel of a non-biased third party, like a pastor or a marriage counselor. Yeah. So there might be some of you out there, but you, you think, wow, I always talk to my best friend or I always talk to my dad or my mom. And the reality is you need to go with your spouse if you're having difficulty in your marriage to a pastor, yeah. to a marriage counselor. Another uh, guardrail that we have up is something that we say no to. It's the power of no is no alone time with anyone of the opposite sex or anyone that you are attracted to sexually. And unfortunately, we know many couples who honestly, their their relationship was destroyed. They you know went into a marital affair. And honestly, if they would have had that boundary or guardrail right. of no alone time, that would have completely avoided that temptation about going further. They they wouldn't have been alone. They with wouldn't anyone. have been alone. Yeah. There's, and really that's code. This particular yeah. one that you and I are talking about, it, it no alone time is code for run. Yes. <laughs> that's what it's code for. <laughs> yes. If you suddenly find yourself alone with somebody that you're attracted to, and we used to say somebody of the opposite sex, we don't we don't care anymore. If you're attracted to somebody that's not your spouse, run. Yep. That's exactly. the idea. Get away from them. And don't be near them alone. And I, this can be inconvenient at times. It actually can. Very it can be hard. But we've decided to put that guardrail in place because, again, we want to honor each other. And we don't yeah. want to allow Satan to come in and, and tempt us in ways that that could tempt us. And evil does that. That's yeah. why Jesus said, let no one pull you apart. Yeah. Evil is constantly trying to find ways to wiggle in and pull you apart. And I think the the last one that using that power of no, that guardrail, a boundary is saying no to physical and digital yep. impurity. Uh, in other words, pornography, mm-hmm. just making sure that you're not consuming. You and I yep. have agreed to not view pornography yep. alone or absolutely. together as a couple, that it's something that is absolutely going to damage our relationship. Yep. But it's also by saying no, we protect our marriage. And not only will it seriously damage your relationship with each other, but it will seriously damage your relationship with God. And I know there's couples that use pornography to help enhance their sex life to, you know, to as a tool. But honestly, you guys, pornography will damage your relationship. And I think one of the cool things is, Don, is that when we say no to something else like pornography, yep. when we say no to something else like secrets, yep. uh, when we say no to those things, we are actually saying yes to our spouse. Yes, and we're fighting for them. We're, we're building guardrails. We're protecting 
our marriage. So let's just take a recap really quick. Um, how do we create guardrails with the power of no? Like saying uh, no, Re- recapping with no secrets, no sharing embarrassing information about your spouse, no triangulation. Again, no input from bias parties amid conflict. Fourth, no alone time with anyone of the opposite sex or anyone that you are attracted to sexually. And lastly, no to physical and digital impurity. And you guys, this is something that we have put in our hearts. This is our life. This is guardrails that we know that will protect our marriage. And up to this point has definitely worked and something that we were going to continue to do. And, you know, we chose the word a long phrase a long time ago, loving the fight. Mm -hmm. And why? Because to be able to say no takes fight. It takes resilience. It takes every day we're going to say no and we're not going to be perfect, but we're going to keep building those guardrails, keep building those walls. Like, like my dream. When I woke up, I realized, wait, even if all that was happening, I wouldn't have to be afraid or nervous because we had those amazing walls surrounding us. They wouldn't have been able to get in. There were security guards outside. And that's the way it needs to be with our marriage is that we can be safe and secure in that relationship and not have to worry about something getting in and damaging our relationship. Absolutely. Well, guys, we have a blast with you guys every single time we're together. It is so awesome. We just want to say thank you for joining us today. And just remember, keep loving the fight. Keep fighting for your marriage. You guys can do this. You got this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.